0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Laughing Out of Depression. I just want to start by saying thank you so much for your support. I heavy appreciate y'all. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and share it with at least three friends. Literally just text it. But before I start each episode, I want to warn you that some of these topics may be triggering to some of you. So if that is the case, please turn this off, reach out to someone you trust, or contact the Suicide Hotline. Speaking up is always a step forward to healing and recovery. Head to the link in my bio for some resources. I like I just turned 24 this year and honestly for me, my life has already like I'm ready. I like can't wait to get to 28. I just want to be done. It's too much. you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. Um, yes. yeah, but uh did you so when the pandemic hit, did you I mean, I feel like everybody's world was like flipped upside down. but you being such a busy person, did you get like this anxiety of like you weren't doing enough? Did you feel like to a certain extent, like unfulfilled because you were so used to just moving and being so busy and your mind running a hundred miles an hour? Or were you just like, man, thank God, <laughs> thank God this shit's done.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was like in a weird way of like,
0: first it was like,
1: I remember talking to Justin, like, all right, so what are we about to do? You know, cause there's so many pots that we could be pouring into. But I remember like literally me and Justin, like not, we, we like didn't text for like two days. Cause I think we both were just sitting and like taking everything in and like seeing all the need and like, you know, our inbox was getting filled up with people saying this, that, and the third and people really do rely on us. And we take that very personally. So like just seeing the needs and, but also people look to, for us to, you know disseminate and distribute information too. So at the same time, although we're seeing the like um, the needs that that people that that pe- how people are struggling, we're also seeing the beauty of the community and saying, hey, like this partner saying, we're offering, you know, we're offering this. We're doing free meals here, but so you know, it took a couple of days for us to really get our bearings and trying to figure out what we're going to do and what our impact looks like. Um, but I don't think I ever at any point was feeling like I was missing out on anything. I think my life has been so fulfilling thus far, and at that moment that it was, and like I said, we were just off of All-Star weekend, right? Like All-Star weekend had just stopped and then COVID hit. So I was already like, you know, like completely, um, you know, at, at probably about at a five, you know, I hadn't done my, vac- typically I'd try to do like two vacations in a year just for that, minute. like it just, and then before before the, the before uh, All-Star, you know, it's the holidays. And then right after the holidays, we do Taste for the Homeless. So it was very busy for us, regardless. So for me, I didn't, I was not having any FOMO. I didn't care what was going on outside. I was just taking in, you know, being able to be stagnant for a little bit. I was very appreciative of it. And I think that has kind of, as the world has slowly been opening back up, I've been trying to still be very intentional about those practices that I was doing. I started working out. I lost a bunch of weight, you know, and at at home, just thinking through, being fully um, fully whole and that I think that during the pandemic I was able to start that process so I'm grateful for it in that in that realm and I always feel weird about saying that too because so many people are struggling and we're struggling and still are and probably will some people will never come back from this you know sort of even be able to smile from some of these things does make me feel a little weird but I also know that that's not telling my truth and I have to take care of myself in that aspect too. And understand that I am grateful for the downtime that I had.
0: Yeah, definitely and the
1: focus that I was able to take
0: and the time to myself a little bit of just clarity. That's awesome. And I mean, I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, I, I mean, COVID has been horrible and has affected so many lives. Um, and so many lives have been lost. But I think for some, it's just been a blessing in disguise. And I think, you know, the one thing that we could all take out of it is just gratitude, you know, like for those of us that are even still breathing, like, yeah, yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm happy that COVID kind of took you on this whole new journey of like self-discovery and, you know, self-love and peace. Um, but how did your fitness journey kind of start? I know that's <laughs> something that you, um, Basically, got into kind of recently um but how has that really like helped you getting to be like this new essence that you are
1: yeah um I've always been um active like I I played tennis growing up and I've always been relatively good at sports and knew the importance of working out so I, I I've never that I don't want to like paint the picture of like, you know, that I was like one way before, like, I think I definitely fell off because of the year that I had before, you know, I, ha- I was going through a tough, um, you know, relationship time um, and, you know, th- the busyness with work, it was just kind of like, I was all over the place, you know, honestly, mentally. But um, a lot of those things, you know, when you're not mentally well, it trickles down into other parts of your life. So, you know, for me, food, I love food makes me happy. I can eat it all the time. Like, you know, it's my favorite thing to do. I love to socialize, you know, go out for a drink. Um, and that's what is like, you know, after a long day I eat, makes me happy. You know, typically those hours are not when I should be eating, you know, you're not supposed to eat after a certain. So when you start thinking through like just that, again, that intentionality behind different things, um, and you and you kind of put that at the forefront of your of your mind you know um everything kind of starts working out so for me you know i just started you know um if if i'm going to be stuck in a home all day and the reason why i wasn't getting to the gym is because my schedule was always all over the place and i'm extremely tired and you know by the time i get done with work or this and the third and i don't have those obligations anymore what else could i be doing to like another because I was feeling full you know you know professionally you know I'm killing it there but on the other side you know physical my physical health I wasn't feeling good about so just you know with the opportunities and how it presented itself I'm I was just like you know if I'm going to be stuck in the house it's time for me to this is a way for me to you know obtain this other goal you know I got this together I got this together now it's time to cater to this one so um, it's kind of just been like steps of me, like getting it together one step at a time. <laughs> and then like some of the get- weight I I, lo- I gained right back because right after that, I went through a very stressful moment of um, me having to move cause I had, um, you know, a terrible landlord and mold situation during the pandemic. Um, ooh, but then, you know, I ended up working out because I found a property that I was able to buy and, um, it worked out, you know, but it was very stressful. So I also learning through the stress um, and through different, you know, just life obstacles, not being hard on myself too when I'm not able to keep up with this, you know, a schedule because I'm very like schedule oriented and like that is what keeps me going. Um, You know, having a clean space, you know, being very organized, that's like, and also me, understanding that now about myself because before you know that's just kind of I didn't really associate that to my mental it was just like okay this is what I like to do but now I know like I need that for clarity for the rest of my day you know what I mean this is what this is a mental health practice for me to organize my room to literally make up my bed after I wake up in the morning you know things of that nature that helps me push on and gives me clarity along the day so um Yeah, it, it kind of came from just it always being a goal. I know that I was, I wasn't where I wanted it to be, but then once I had that, um, that time, that downtime, and I wasn't being pulled in all the, all these different directions, I was able to just like kind of hone in on that goal and really execute it. And I was able to focus. And if I get focused on one thing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush it. (laughs) So that's what happened. Um, and now it's just me staying on top of that and being, you know, getting back into the flow of that, um. But also knowing that, like, hey, if I gain a couple pounds here and there because I wanted to eat pizza and not work out last week, I'm okay with that. And I'll get it together when I feel like it, you know, and having that
0: um, relationship with myself now, too. Mm, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. the for me, honestly, like, the post-breakup body is the one I live for now. <laughs> Like <laughs> that when you just get, when you just like care for yourself, um, and are intentional with the moves that you make, um, and just loving yourself is so important. And, um, you know, before for me, the gym wasn't, I mean, I was always active as well, but like I, it, it, the gym wasn't such a huge importance in my life. And now, um, you know, I kind of, I definitely relate to you. I'm kind of like, I have the podcast, but I definitely have some time. So why sit around and like watch something when I could, you know, just be getting my body right and feeling good mm-hmm. mentally? Um, mm-hmm. Because the the gym also plays such a huge role on um, how how you feel afterwards. It's so fulfilling, even though it mm-hmm. might be like a drag to get there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's so fulfilling. Um, but lastly, I kind of want to talk about your, your spiritual journey. Um, we talked a little bit before, you know, just about how you were leading this fast life where you unintentionally, um, lost yourself, right. Spiritually. Um, but how has, you know, how, how has your, um, spirituality kind of like transformed, um, I guess, since the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I was telling you, I've always been, you know,
1: an incredibly spiritual person grew up in the church, mom and dad. Um, and it's been a part of, you know, my upbringing through and through. Um, but I think and it's never I don't think I ever really lost it per se, you know, but I think that focus and that intentionality part, um sometimes does resemble losing it <laughs> because if you're not thinking about it or if you're not being intentional um, might as well just act like you never met it or act like um you know it's not in your life anymore so um yeah I think I think this time last year the beginning of last year is when I I kind of had a breakthrough there um you know I I I found a new church at you know around my around my um, around my last apartment that I was just really loving, and the the pastor I just felt was talking um, in a really palatable way for me. So that was one huge step for me because you know I grew up in like you know the stereotypical black church gospel music, but it's like for me I just I love it. It's a part of who I am for sure. But um, growing up, that's not really what was. I needed something a little bit more, like I said, palatable for my understanding. So that was like my first step, really kind of reintroducing um, faith and God and kind of just a different light to me, which definitely helped. So I'm, I'm grateful to have run across my church that I now go to, Chicago Tabernacle, if you guys uh, want to check them out, Pastor Toledo, he's awesome, um, and then from there, you know, I think just going through some of the stuff that I went through again, <laughs> um, being really, 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 really low by myself, you know, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, things were like, um, uh, that I wasn't really experiencing ever before, you know? Um, and, and I think I just started understanding that I was relying on my, my own understanding and that I didn't know anything, you know, like, you know, I don't, My knowledge is like literally a mustard seed compared to the everything that the Lord, you know, God knows about me. So why am I taking every day, every trial, every tribulation and trying to handle that myself? Not good, you know? So once I really started, you know, building um, that, that, that um, intentionality again, Towards my relationship with, um, with God and you know, thinking more of that relationship as um, a friendship, honestly, uh, a confidant, um, not when I'm just low, but throughout all times, because if you're being more intentional about it all the time, then you know, on, on your hard days, it's a, it's a little lighter. And it may not be a little lighter, but you you're able to internalize it differently if that makes sense. You're able to know that um, although this hurts, this is hard, this is really tough because the devil is working. You know, the devil is real. Okay, so he's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna be things that we go through. Um, and God doesn't make the promise that we'll just have a crystal clean life of just like flowers and daisies. You know, absolutely not. But He doesn't give us more than we can bear. So if you just continuously are and you know invested in receiving that word and receiving those affirmations then when those trials come again they're a little bit more palatable you're able to maneuver a little bit differently and they don't take you completely out because you know you have more of a foundation um if that makes sense so that's been a little bit of my journey and I think you know I've with that I've um been able to grow and you know the relationship that I was kind of, you know, was a, a big stress factor of my life before we've been able through God to work through those things. And we've been very toxic before with one another. Um, and we we've had a lot of issues before, but through our faith, and through really growing through him, we've been able to transform our lives and um, be better to one another and really think about, um, yeah, just just being again, whole. So it's just everything that falls into place once you get that For me, once I started really being intentional about my relationship with God and my faith, everything just started to line up, which you always hear about. It's like, why don't we just do it then? You know, (laughs) we want to experience the, we want to see what's on the other side. and It's like, oh, I just got burned. I'm good. I'm out. (laughs) And then for me, it took multiple times of like, you know, stepping off, stepping off. But I'm at the point, again, it hits you around 27 where you're like, no, thank you. I've experienced all of that, I'm um, straight, you know?
0: Yeah. So it comes I, with growth and age and everything. I love that so much. And I'm so happy that you have, um, you, or I feel like you're kind of like hitting this, uh, amazing part of like your journey, you know, where you just are like, you are just constantly growing and like learning more about yourself, um, in life. And although, you know, it, it is painful because life is, you know, you can't have happiness without pain. Um, It's, you know, it's beautiful. And I know my family members would always tell me, um, God, God only gives, or God gives his strongest battles to his toughest soldiers. Warriors. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, man, but why me, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: so it's over there I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll be blessed beyond measure after when, once you handle those things accordingly, you know? And once you really do trust, because sometimes it's just, you know, him planting those things and being like, all right, are you going to trust me or not? You know what I'm saying? And then if you do, it it works out. It may not work out the way that you think, or it may take a while, but it i as somebody that is you know has seen some really hard and dark days i know that it always works out
0: i love that so much yeah. and um that kind of gives me hope too and i hope that the people that are listening to this um you know find find hope in um you know what you what you've gone through and what your journey has been um because i think that spirituality is very it, looks different for everyone. Um, but I definitely am someone that is trying to get closer to God because I feel like I've strayed away a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. but I know that whenever I do get close to him, you know, like things, good things just like start happening. So, Mm -hmm. um, I'm, you know, I'm gonna keep on going with my faith and hoping for the best outcome in my life. Um,
1: have you, um, speaking of that, um, another thing for me that has helped me grow is just you know, building a community that also understands the importance of that, because you have to, like with the whole in- scheme of intentionality, <laughs> you mm-hmm. got to make sure you're, you're, you're um, placing yourself around the body of people that are also have that same mindset, you know, not everybody has that, all your, all the people that you associate yourself with has to think the same way as you, right? But you should make sure you have some sort of community of people that you can turn to that um, you know, has that same foundation that you do, um, and knows the importance of faith, and for me, I, that was another thing that I did that has got me closer, that I have, like, a buddy that I talk check in with, um, I don't know if you've heard of Club Worthy, but they're, um, um, it's just, like, a uh, I don't know what their mission, per se, is, but, um, it's just a group of women all over, all over, um, I think, I don't think they're international yet, but it's just a community of, of women that, um, come together through faith and it's not like you know we're dressed up to you know we're not showing any skin we're like millennials chilling you know doing what we do if we want to have a drink we can't you know but it's like through the lens of um just faith and uplifting one another and Christ I went to one of their mood board parties vision board parties when the world was open last time last year (laughs) and that was um one of those things for me that I was like wow like I'm gonna start working in uh and being more intentional about um um having people uh, surrounding myself with people that have the same um vision that I do and with that I've grown um to learn you know get to know more women of faith and now I have like a they call club worthy buddies where we check in every week and uh, we're about to start actually reading the bible
0: in 52 weeks so
1: just like little stuff like that that people that can hold you accountable and um yeah
0: That's awesome. I'm going to have to check it out because, um, I definitely don't have that community around me. Um, and I think that, for me, I've wanted to have that type of community, but at the same time, I feel like I'm heavily going to be judged because I—I I mean, I'm not like a saint. I'm also not a devil, but like I've done some inappropriate things. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> same girl, same. But th- and that's
1: what—that's what I was trying to tell you. Like, it's not like you have to look like you know—you don't have to be a saint for this group. It's this: take you as you are. We all been through some stuff let's just grow together we don't even have to talk about what you did you didn't do hey amen your goal is to push forward let's focus on that and mm-hmm. i lo- i've really have been i have benefited from that community um so yeah cl- check it out it's by this young woman her name is natalie right um and um yeah it's called club worthy and it's been it's been pretty great for me thus far
0: I love that so much. I'm going to have to check them out um, and definitely be a part of it because I know my faith is something that I definitely want to grow stronger in this year. Um, But last question I have for you. (laughs) I ask every guest this. What is the, what's a piece of advice that you would give to your younger self?
1: Mm, I get actually, I get asked that a lot. I have a few. I think that growing up, like, you always hear, um, about listening to your, listening to your elders, or, like, not, I don't even want to give them all of that, because elders aren't always right, but, um, I wish that, because a lot of the lessons are the things through, I was already told, my mom and my dad already told me, you know what I'm saying, like, they already, hey, you know, you know, watch this, watch that, I wouldn't, so I just wish that, I would have listened to people that had those experiences. But sometimes you have to experience things on your own. You realize the hot stove is hot and you never get burned again, right? But there's some things in life where like, I just, I was like, man, if I would have just, you know, listened, you know, I could have been saved myself that heartache, that trouble, that whatever. Um, another thing is just um, focus, I think that um that's another thing that my dad would always tell me is like stay focused, stay focused. And I feel like whenever I I do I do feel like I, I have a good trait of staying focused, but I know that when I didn't, um, you know, things just kind of fell off, fell off um the proper, you know, I guess train, you know, the the train fell off whatever that phrase is. Uh so just like staying focused, focused. and knowing that um, you know, it's really important for I don't know, for life, for, for your life. Um, and then I would also just say, um, yes, continue continue to stay like rooted. And for me, to my younger self, like don't try to handle relying on your own understanding. Like you gotta, and then, oh, also one huge thing for me is communicate. I, a lot of times I used to hold a lot of things in, which is not good. Um, because I would feel like I, you know, I either I, I, I'm an only child too. So I never really had anybody that I could just kind of freely, you know, talk to. And if I did want to talk to someone else, it would be my parents. And sometimes, you know, you get put into the like, okay, you're a kid, you can only say so much to me, especially in a black home, like, you, you only get in the way with so much, you know. So that unfortunately kind of turned into me feeling a little bit muted and not being able to Express my true feelings sometimes when I was feeling sad or hurt or this and that. And you know, it would just turn into like me bottling it up and not wanting to talk and shutting everybody out. So I would definitely tell my younger self that, you know, you have to talk. You can't let those things boil because you will implode. <laughs> it's, it, it will come eventually. It may not come for a while, but you will absolutely implode. And that does not feel good. So making sure you're being honest with yourself and being communicative um, and, and, um, taking, just taking care of yourself in that way.
0: Love all of that so much. Thank you for sharing. Um, and thank you for being on. This is such a huge honor and I am so excited that I finally got to meet you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Hannah. Of course. Awesome.
1: I had a great time.
0: Well, I'm so glad you were on. Thank you so much. Um, and I can't wait to see, where your journey leads you. This is really just the beginning for you. So, um, I'm really excited for, you know, all of the listeners to keep on following your journey. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Please go follow the podcast on Instagram, laughing out of depression. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you can get updates whenever a new episode drops. Also, support La Raza and go share it with your friends. And that is a wrap on another episode. Thank you all so much for making me a part of your day. Just a reminder, I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I intend to be one. I speak solely out of my own experiences. I am literally just a 24-year-old unemployed Chicagoan living in my parents' house with a marketing degree. So if you or anyone you know needs help, please go to the link in my bio for some resources, sending you all so much peace and positive energies.